On February 22, 1980, sports commentator Al Michaels introduced the evening's event, saying, manifestly, it is a hockey game. He was right, but he was also so, so wrong. It would become so much more than that. That night's Olympic semifinals were between the returning champs, the Soviet Union, and the underdogs, the USA. At the height of the Cold War, the hockey game was the only way the two frosty superpowers could duke it out. And when the winner was declared, it became one of the most, if not the most, iconic moment in American sports history. Hello and welcome to Incredible Feats, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Dan Cummins. You can find episodes of Incredible Feats and all other Parcast shows for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. February 1980. Smack in the middle of the Iranian hostage crisis, the U.S. hosts the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York. There has been mounting international tension and no way to release the pressure. Enter the U.S. Olympic hockey team. Most have never played in the NHL, much less the Olympics. The New York Times calculates their average age is just 22. Even padded up on the ice, they look scrawny compared to most of the other teams. Somehow, this scrawny, baby U.S. team makes it to the Olympic semifinals, where they are matched with the Soviets. Suddenly, Olympic ambitions become a Cold War showdown. The Soviet team has won gold at every Olympic game since 1964. Some of the current team members have already won Olympic gold twice. Also, this Soviet team has just beat the U.S. team in an exhibition practice game the week before, 10-3. No one thinks Team USA can win the semifinals. Not even Team USA. Team Captain Mike Arizioni spends the night before drinking Miller High Life with his family in their Winnebago. His teammates go to the arcade. Love the way these guys prepare for a match. Friday, February 22nd, 1980, 5 p.m. Just before the game, U.S. coach Herb Brooks tells the team, you were meant to be here. Team USA skates onto the rink. The game begins, and the Soviets score almost immediately. Was the U.S. team meant to be there? Yes, Team USA answers right back, twice. At the end of the first of three periods, the score is shockingly tied 2-2. Two to two. Coach Herb Brooks, a former Olympian who lost to Russia in his last Olympics in 1968, is pumped. Coach Brooks had claimed with his 1980 team that he was creating a new American-style hockey strategy. He wanted to train this team differently. That's why they were all so young. Thanks to Coach Brooks, Team USA isn't afraid to go rogue, leaving the typical roles of their positions and getting hyper-aggressive. Combine this with a passing style stolen straight from the Soviet playbook, and the Soviets are completely caught off guard. It looks like keeping things loose with beer and video games the night before might work. 
The Soviets, rattled, switch out their goalie as the second period starts. Very unusual move. Amid ongoing mind games, the Soviets score the only goal of the second period. In the third and final period, the U.S. manages to score again, and the game is now tied 3-3. Then with 10 minutes left, team captain Mike Arizioni has the puck. He skates in at the goal, trying to see the Soviet defense on his side, pushes the puck, and scores! Massive cheers from the stands. America is winning. That high life worked. Now they just have to keep the Soviet Union from scoring in the final 10 minutes. The Soviets are stunned. Team USA is all defense now. As the final seconds tick down, ABC commentator Al Michaels says, Do you believe in miracles? Yes! The crowd erupts as time runs out. Team USA wins 4-3. to three. The crowd breaks out into chants, USA! USA! As Team USA members throw themselves into big group hugs, fireworks sparkle outside. U.S. President Jimmy Carter calls the locker room to congratulate the winning team. They later renamed that rink the Herb Brooks Arena. And the tournament, not over. For the cherry on top of their win against the Soviets, Team USA goes on to win gold defeating Finland in the Olympic finals the following Sunday. But no one ever talks about that game. Gold medal or not, the USA team had already won. Thanks for tuning in to Incredible Feats. For more episodes of Incredible Feats, follow us on Spotify. And for more shows like this, check out the other podcast shows all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information on the Miracle on Ice, we found the coverage by the International Olympic Committee and the New York Times incredibly helpful. And you can find more about me, Dan Cummins, by listening to my numerous stand-up comedy albums on Spotify or by checking out my true crime, history, and more podcast, Time Suck, and my true horror and campfire tale podcast, Scared to Death. Listen, be inspired, and go accomplish your own incredible feats. Come back for more incredibleness tomorrow. Incredible Feats is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. Produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Jonathan Ratliff and Maggie Admire. Fact-checking by Kara Mackerlein. Research by Umbika Chotera, Jay Cahio, and Mickey Taylor. Incredible Feats stars Dan Cummins.